are now entering the smoke room featuring your boy King Mac. What's up, King Mac? I appreciate it. Brought to you by the Bad Guy Radio. What up, it's your boy Jay Targaryen, and let me tell you something. We are back in the motherfucking smoke room. Now, last week we had Junior and the Queen Spooky Jess in the smoke room. This week, ain't no white people in the smoke room. It's Black Guy Radio tonight. We got Andre Fatass. We got Asinine. You know, he's sitting here with his fucking bifocals. Put some respect on my man. Fuck you. I'm margin in charge. We got the we got your grace, King Mac. How you doing, Mac? Doing good, man. It's always nice to have the brothers in the smoke rooms. One of my yeah. favorite uh pods to do on the network. Especially because at the end people get to say how they really feel about whatever subject they want to talk about. So. Yeah. And you know, we got one of the realists in the building tonight. Now I'm gonna try not to be fucking fanned out. <laughs> but we got my boy. Dan Goodwin from the Three Kings of the Midway. Dan, welcome back to the Smoke Room, big dog. Man, appreciate y'all having me here, man. This is this is always a fun time. Get to chop it up with some real dudes, man. Um, and of course, you know the smoke session, man. Smoke, handing out smoke is always fun. So, can't wait. Um, well, you know, Dan, let's just blow this bitch up right now. I told y'all <laughs> last week that the Bears was either going to beat Philly. Or Buffalo. One of those teams got to lose. We already lost to Philly. So that means the only thing left is the Chicago Bears beating Buffalo Saturday in the snow. It's going to happen, Mac. Now, I know <laughs> for everybody who listened, we just do an audio. Mac looking at me like I got a fucking problem. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh this hard. I really don't because I'm a Bears <laughs> fan. But that's hilarious. You better bet now. You better Mac in this shit for the whiskey, man. That's all. He, that's what he smells. Why he smells? We're gonna be Another walking the field, ass up and down Lakeshore Drive. Another victim. <laughs> okay, I mean, whatever you want to believe, uh, Justin. In honor, in honor of Dan, I say. <laughs> well, I say dreams of grandeur, but he says. Uh, Delusions yeah. of grandeur. You got you got delusions of grandeur. So, you know what I mean. I'm not here to crush anybody's dreams. You just did. We'll, I did. We'll see what happens at the end of the game. There's always W's in L's. At least that's what my man Dre tell me. So maybe in this L that you're about to face, yeah. only W's and L's he needs is weight and loss. <laughs> Damn! Don't do my guy like that. Oh man! Don't hey, do like hey, don't you? Hey, Mac, you ain't got to protect me from this red Kool Aid stained lip, motherfucker. No, nobody worry about him. A couple months ago, I, I tweeted out a picture of me in elementary school, and you said I ate a whole twenty-four box of crayons. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> look like I can't think of the movie, but I I I know Mac and Dan remember the uh can't think of his name in the movie. He was a little yeah. ginger head, badass kid. Yeah, I problem, know what you're talking about. Yeah, problem, problem child. That's what he looked like. Well, you know when we you know when we was coming up, you always had two uh classes for each grade level. You know what I mean? You yep. had to. You had the A team and the B team, so you saying he was a part of the B team? Oh yeah, he's definitely B team. He was hey, B stop team. Stop playing. He was he was the captain of the B team. His mom brought snacks every day. Like that was hey. the only way he was on the team because his mom made. You're not sweat. gonna disrespect me. That's crazy. In the smoke room. You're not gonna disrespect. Yeah, the, yeah. The crowns eating the crowns, dipping them in paste. <laughs> See, oh, so you caught a problem too, Dan. I, I tried to be decent, leave the show. No, that was wrench, some Dan. That was, that was wrench. That's what they that told wrench, me. Yeah. <laughs> tried to lead off into some bears talk. It turns into me dipping crayons into paste as a child. Why? All yeah. because I think the bears got a chance to win Saturday. Mac, you just squashed my dreams. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you came to that conclusion. I mean. Buffalo Bills is obviously a way better team. I guess if you're going to go with the theory anything can happen on any given Sunday, then yeah. I mean, so I give you that. You know, that way you feel better about yourself. But in reality, they don't have a chance. You know what I mean? But I'm glad you got emotional and you made the bet that you made because as usual, I'll be taking advantage of you emotional Bears fans. So it's beautiful. No. No, yeah, I'm not emotional. I just told you we either gonna be Philly or Buffalo. We already lost to Philly, so Buffalo is left. And none of One this of those was two based off. Got to take a L. None of this was based off facts. What made you come to this conclusion? That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, it's not a logical conclusion. You just felt like they got to beat one. Yes, oh. they gonna have to beat one. Okay. And we got a top 10 quarterback in Justin Fields. I yeah, like our chance. We don't have a top 10 team around. <laughs> we do got a top 10 quarterback. I agree with you, but we don't have a top 10 team around. <laughs> so I don't see how you came to that conclusion. I'm just being honest, bro. Like, I don't see it. I mean, I think Josh Allen going to go crazy. I think Justin Fields going to do his thing, as he's been doing every Sunday. But I just don't see no way the Bears defense stop. Josh Allen and his guys. They stopped Jalen Hurts, who who playing better than Josh Allen. I mean, don't get me wrong, and I hate to do this because I love my brothers. I love my brothers. I do. But don't uh, do this, Mac. Jalen Hurts ain't no Josh Allen. Wow. <laughs> I'm just being real. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm just being real. And I love my brothers. And I normally wouldn't go this round. But you know, you know, Jalen Hurts is in the MVP race talk. He's in talks for yes, the MVP. Yes, he is. Him I agree. And Mahomes, right? I agree. That's the two. I agree. And, and the one thing we have seen this year is Josh, Josh, Allen. Allen. Josh Allen isn't the Superman that everybody depicted him to be in the beginning of the season. He He's human. Let me say this, man. <laughs> he's human. The, the Bears secondary is a little iffy right now, injured. And uh, the Bills got an elite wide receiver, dude. I mean, they got a nice wide receiver. No, too, no I Who, Gabriel Davis? got back healthy. I mean, oh, I'm no, not, you know what they no, did. I'm not. I'm not. They not finna stop my man over there, uh, Diggs. It's not gonna happen. Stephon Diggs. The fact, the fact oh, that we do the fact that we got Diggs. Brisker, that we got Brisker and Gordon back, that can make the game competitive the way 
they made it competitive against the Eagles. Yeah. And and and, and it's and it's whatever grander you're thinking about any given Sunday applies every Sunday. Tell them. Hey, yo, for your reason, I'm saying, put your logical hat on. Any given Sunday, no, we're putting a bottle of Macaulay. Logical hat on. Put your logical hat on. Well, you lost that already. I mean, the logic in me, yeah, the Bears lose this game, but the fan in me, I I really want. Not only do I want them to win, I want it to be so terrible that Mac, you don't even come in the spaces. That's how. That's. You know, now, on Sunday, Mac, Mac only, Mac only gonna hit the group chat on Sunday now, now if the Bears I'm, I'm turn cheering, it over or somebody else I'm cheering else for your sobriety, Mac. You don't want too many bottles. I'm cheering for your sobriety. You need well, to I'm, going, I'm, a, I'm, be, I'm going sobriety anyway. But this is what I'm saying. I'm going to be honest because this is a smoke room. Only fans of losing teams that continuously lose bring up the any given Sunday theory. Fans of winning teams don't use that as a theory. <laughs> you make me sit to my fucking stomach, but that's a fact, man. I mean, that is a fact. I'm that's a lie, though. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's, that's definitely a lie because the winning teams, when they lose to the scrubs, that's one of their defenses. So, now nah, football players, that's 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 football, man. Look, Any look, I guarantee you, I guarantee to you if you walk up to a Chiefs fan and ask them, yo, why do you believe you can beat X team? They're not going to say, well, you know, any any given Sunday, anything can happen. No, they're going to give you this reason why, this reason why, this reason why, and this reason why. Did you pack Dan up again? I told you, man. It was a white limit. It was a white limit on the car. First, like, for all our audio listeners, we we've had to pack Dan Goodwin up from the Three Kings. Like, not only is he a Cubs fan, he wore the Cubs hat on, and he was thinking about the Cubs while we was talking about the Bears. So, man, that, that's a that's one. I commend you for doing God's work. You you can't pack up one of the Kings in the Midway, man. Man, do that. There might it might be hell to pay, but it's okay. Yeah, I'm living in hell right now. I just think you, uh, yeah, you delusional, Justin. I mean. Even with the Eagles thing, it was delusional. I know most Bears fans would be happy that they only lost by five, which is another loser's mentality. And I'm trying to uh, get Bears fans to lose this loser mentality that they have, this participation trophy mentality, this mentality of we're trying so hard, this mentality of we were close, if only the ball or the raft or whatever the case may be. If this had to happen, we would have possibly won. Like, just lose. Oh wait, Mac, Mac, you got to realize that eighty percent of Bears fans are mentally unstable right now. I mean, did you see what happened to that Packers fan at the Bears game? But why are Bears fans mentally like, unstable? This is a great it was a, season. It was a, it was attempted murder, and, and I laughed and thought it was the funniest thing in the world. It's like exactly. our, our psyches are not here right now. You know? I don't understand why you have a top ten quarterback. And your team is probably finna pick top five in the draft. So your psyche because should be great. We're Bears fans. And our biggest enemies are other Bears fans. So it's stressful. I don't see why. I'm enjoying this season. I've won we're, several Bear, bottles. Bear, Bears fans are the only fan base where another fan base isn't their biggest enemy. Shit. Uh, Look at White Sox Twitter. 
You crazy as hell. White Sox Twitter been trying to get rid of bad guy radio since we well, started. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you, well, the two fan bases I'm currently involved in. White Sox Twitter yeah. is very toxic. You know what I mean? Which is weird because the people that think they ain't toxic are the most toxic ones on there. But the people, the people that tell you go get therapy, they the ones need therapy or a therapist. Weird. Yeah, but it, but uh, but I'm just saying, you know, we have to as bear as a Bears fan, I'm disappointed because every time the Bears lose, it's because of the ref. Uh, it's because the ball just didn't bounce our way this time or that time. It's always an excuse. Like, stop making excuses. The team is just not good. You have a top five Q. I mean, the top ten QB. Uh, the future is looking bright. It's nothing to be disappointed about. This is a great season when you think about it. I mean, it's probably, honestly, the best you could hope for since you knew you wasn't going to be Super Bowl contenders. We we knew that coming into the season. So, you have a wide receiver with. I mean, not a way, a quarterback with an extreme amount of talent, and you have a top five pick that you probably can get a ransom for him if he if Pose chooses to do that. If not, you got a chance of getting possibly a very very good player. So everything is working in the Bears' favor right now. To be honest, I don't see why Bears fans need to be upset. And I'm gonna be honest, as a Justin Fields fan, I don't care if anybody like Justin Fields or not. I just can rub people and talk about how stupid they are for not liking Justin Fields. But deep down, I don't care if they enjoy Justin Fields or not. To me, as a Bears fan, I'm enjoying them every Sunday. The kid is out there absolutely doing work with a team that's with weapons that are mediocre at best. Mac, Mac, could I be honest with you? Go ahead. Now, I'm a homer. You know that. A homer for all of my teams. Mm Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is 90% of the reason I watch the Bears. The other 10% is Jaquan Brisker. Mm-hmm. So I'm at a I'm at the best part of my Bears fandom right now because now I finally have a reason to watch the game. And it's not just uh Jake Cutler scoring touchdowns or Brian Urlacher being the best at his position. There's a there's a reason to watch Bears games, and it's crazy that it's attached to a losing win loss record, but that's where context come in. Mac, you tried to tell us in August before the season started, like, why are we fucking projecting wins and losses when this is a bridge year trying to figure out what we're going to do with Justin anyway? You told us that in August, and now we're having the same conversation in mid-December, and motherfuckers still don't get it. They still don't understand. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't, it is weird because I... I didn't understand like why Bears fans was arguing with guys like whatever his name is, Reddick or whatever the hell his name is about the Bears possibly being the worst team in the league when we when we deep down honestly knew the Bears was one of the worst teams in the league. So what was the purpose of arguing, you know, about that stuff? I personally said that the Bears was definitely the worst team in NFC North. I thought the Lions was always better than them, the Vikings, of course, the Packers. Um I thought they was a bottom five team in the NFL for sure. I, I When I looked at the roster, I didn't see really nothing that stood out besides Justin Fields and some of the uh, young men that uh, Pose had drafted. And I thought when you look at what Pose did and what he said, 
you know, during the preseason, it told you everything you needed to know about the direction that the Bears was headed in. So when he tells you he's going to build through the draft, when he gets rid of some of the veteran players, when you see how much he turned over that roster, I didn't see how anyone could think the Bears could really be a contending club or win even seven, eight, nine. 10, 11 games. I didn't see it because, first of all, it was going to be no continuity on that team. Like, that team was a whole bunch of kind of new guys that was kind of thrown together. Even when you talk about the wide receiving core, of course, the running back core was practically the same. When you talk about the offensive line, when you look at the D-line, it's the same thing. It was a lot of turnover. The O-line, same thing. When you look at the secondary, we didn't even have a secondary in 2021, so he had to turn it over in 2022. So it was like it was really no real opportunity for these guys to win. And that's why, like, I wasn't attacking anybody or attacking Bears fans. I'm just saying the theory didn't make sense of why arguing with people about is this team the worst team in the league? Yes, it was going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I said it was a bottom five team. I said they would be the worst team in the NFC North. To me, that was nothing to argue about. To me, Bears fans missed the boat because you had a chance to watch Justin Fields ball out and enjoy that, even though he didn't have, quote-unquote, weapons. But he still balled out. And you got a chance to see some of the young guys that Poles drafted this past year be successful. That should have been the goal of the season. Not how many wins they could possibly have. Why focus on that? You know you're in a rebuilding season. It made no sense to focus on W's. Because to be honest, W's don't matter if you're not going to the playoffs. They don't. Yeah. It's just a fact. I mean... It is a fact that especially when in the NFL, your draft capital is king. So if if you feel like you in this gray area, like let's just say fringe playoff, fringe, you know, let's just say top first round pick, you got to make a decision. Yeah, they are. Anytime you got Justin Fields as your quarterback, I'm projecting you to be playoff or bust. They're not fringe playoff team. I'm sorry. I mean, the Chargers had Justin Herbert for how long? He ain't made the playoffs yet. I mean, that's because you, you need co- people. Coach fumbled the bag. I'm just saying, you need people around. Them. Whatever you want to say, I mean, don't that's, get me that's, wrong. That's, that's because they bought the rails before they got the engine. I mean, don't get me wrong. Justin Fields is one of the few quarterbacks in the league that can kind of do it without weapons. I always say Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields, uh, Tom Brady. Of course, he old now, not this year, and. uh this stupid ass asinine made me forget what I was finna say. Well, this he's basically message. saying you putting motherfuckers to sleep, your grace. <laughs> Fuck this dude. Yeah. He ain't saying I nothing mean, all day. Little Bootsy. <laughs> Come on, dog. Come on, man. Took off his little Richard scar. Hey, man, only, get back. He's hey, the man, only hey, black man, man who hey, fucking man. beard and mustache don't connect. Hey, get man, get, get back to this NyQuil-ass statement. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, my what God. What you got to say, hold on, Asinine? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, your grace, because Asinine wasn't sold on Justin Fields coming into this season. Oh, shit, Asinine, you that. four-eyed freak. How do you feel? I wasn't, I, I, wasn't I wasn't, and he proved, proved me wrong. I'd be ha- I'm 
happy it went this way. I'd have been, it. I'm happy it Say went it. this way than the other way. You said he proved you what? He proved me wrong. He got it. Yeah, Anthony Wait. Davis at Browns. He got oh, it. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? I don't claim to be an expert at football. I didn't think he was the guy coming in. Well, at least I had my With those fucking glasses, you're a football watcher. I know. Still keep it a buck. This nigga could still end up being Cordell Stewart or Pat White. Come on, man. Wow. I'm not I'm not finna wow. call him a savior yet. I'm not finna call him. I need, you just I need all of black next guys year. Fail. I need all of next year. That was disrespectful. You know, at the end of the day, Justin Fields, it, it, it goes without saying. He got everything it takes. Man, he got the legs. He got the arm. He got the heart. He got the mental, you know, state. He's he's strong enough. If you watch him out there, man, we we was talking about this. Me and my co-host on Three Kings, we recorded, but um, it'll be coming out on Friday. We talked about this, man, and it's like you can see from now compared to what he was last year, and even at the beginning of this season, his mentality has changed. Before he would get hit late, and he just get up and go back to the huddle. Now he get hit late. Somebody, somebody closed line him at the end of the tackle. He get up and he get in the referee's face. Mm. Yeah. Like, don't you know who I am? Like, that's, that's saying, don't you know who I am now? Like, yep. I, I get that. I get that call too. Stop playing with me. So, you know what I mean? I like to see that. I'm glad he's doing that now. That's a different mentality that he has. He's like, I've arrived and, and I'm going to make y'all see this. I'm going to make y'all see it, especially the referees. So, you know, that's good, man. Man, and he's not, not getting that call until he pulling Michael Jackson, bro. We need to get that up. nigga in a tub. We need to get that nigga in a tub gonna, of leaf, bro. Shut up. He gonna get shut that up. call. Watch. He hey Dan. Hey Dan. Lamar still fighting. Lamar still fighting for them damn calls. He, he's a he's a humble he's a humble athlete. So him come you know complaining to the refs that's not in his game plan. So when I get a situation to where the ticky tech shit after the play happens to Justin Fields and he's chirping now, I'm like, oh, that's a little bit of self-recognition right there. He understands his role to the franchise and how an injury to him yeah. could derail season. That's right. He's like, y'all know who I am. You know who I am. And he's he's making this he's making it understood to everybody else on the field too, even the defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's cool. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a whole different attitude, a whole different mentality. And and, and it's something like you like to see that. You like to see him grow you, you love to see, it, especially from young twenty three year old, you know, black man. Yep. He's he's a top four percent He's a light skinned legend, right? <laughs> top four. You know. He's definitely a top four percent. And I yeah. know he can round. I know he's very intelligent. And you yeah. know, I like to see that from 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 people in his generation that with uh, guys his age too much, too nah, old. You don't see it at all. Like you could, be, like I got a guy on my my bad guy radio network. His name's Asinine, right? He's basically <laughs> the black Zach Wilson, the opposite of Justin Fields. So it's hard to come across that, especially when a guy from the community. He from I'm Georgia. Getting, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting shot subliminally thrown at me by a bunch of niggas that don't have half my intellect. But I don't think it was like black black I'm getting fight, I'm getting right? subliminally shot shot was, subliminally thrown at me by niggas that don't have half my that don't have half my intellect but double me in age. What 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 you fail to realize is that none of it was it, subliminal. It was, subliminal all, right? it was all wide open, right? Yeah. right? People called your name out. You know what I mean? Only one of y'all did. Only one of y'all did. That Dre did it. Only one of y'all. Did. I didn't have to. Okay, yo ass. How about that? Is that better than your name? 
Every everyone knew who I was talking about. I don't know how he's yeah. so smart, but came round up. That's amazing to me. Yeah, it's fine. Like you got to understand, Asinine was born in a different generation where Andrew Vaughn is better than Frank Thomas. That's the generation he was born in. <laughs> yeah, I forget he did make stupid. You co-signed. I never said that. Yeah. I don't know but where you y'all are getting this. From. Nah, he said he said Paul Knurgle. Yeah. I said thank you. I said Knurgle. I never said Frank. Damn. Holy! Even but that's, that's still disrespectful. Yeah, that's a I said what I said, and I'm gonna stand on it. I'm gonna be honest. Due to the credibility of BGR, I don't want to agree with that statement. But the fan of me, Jay Targaryen, loves Paul Konerko over Frank Thomas. <laughs> and you're an idiot. Love it. I don't know. Love well, it. Well, you know, we saw what Targaryen put about Bagwell up earlier, and that was black. <laughs> I don't understand. Like Jeff Bagwell was a better baseball player than Frank Thomas. You have the IQ of a tree stump. <laughs> he was basically Mike Trout at first base. What kind of tree stump am I? Am I birch? Oak? <laughs> no, nah, oak. oak. Willow. The lamest. The lamest. Dogwood. Dogwood. Yeah, dogwood. <laughs> Lincoln log. Mike, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, he calls you, you, you a Juan Soto stand, a guy who walks a lot. Don't come for me. Am I mean, Kata stand talking to me right now? How many how many music videos Juan Soto got as now? Juan Soto got more walks than Yo- than Yoan had hits. Nobody cares about music videos. Now let me get back. Yeah, yeah, let we, me get back have, on track here because nobody cares about Yoan Moncada either. Nobody you know what? Cares about Yoan uh, I hate you people. Go ahead. Keep Debris. talking about a player that batted two twelve or whatever the hell he batted. Like it's a waste. That's of time. how you know your favorite players suck when you bringing up music yeah, videos. Uh, garbage. Who right, cares about his Hawaiian shirt and taco meat hanging out? How nobody. many times what's did he war? get the clap from the west side of Chicago? Nobody. Let's get yeah, that. Hold on. Let's get that stat. Let's get back on track. Get that here. fucking stat. So Justin hold Fields uh, is a thousand yard rusher. What he got like two thousand yards passing or something like that. I think he got two thousand, maybe twenty five hundred somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Is it legit to think that Justin Fields can probably be a thousand yard rush a year in a year out or no? Yes. I don't want him to be. You got to think most of his yards are coming off the big chunks. Like he's had 60 I, and 50 yards rushes. I, I, I don't want to see him carry the ball 15 times a game. I want to see him get his money like Deshaun gets his money. That's more sustainable, and I feel like it's more conducive to winning. Because down the stretch of games, we're seeing it. Lamar Jackson ain't taking the team down the field. But we routinely seen prime Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson go up and down the field. Fourth quarter When's the last time you've seen Deshaun Watson win like, a game? As an it, ain't even, it ain't even about the fourth Before quarter. Before he was touching on women. It, I don't they even think was it's touching about on him, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> they was. Yeah. <laughs> they was. I mean, take yeah. what you what you think, Dan? A five step drop on the table? No, no, not a five step, three step drop. How many three hands did they have? Three step, yeah. It was quick. It was quick. He was wow. quick passing it. Yeah, he was getting it out quick. <laughs> he was shooting them off quick. But West Coast offense. <laughs> oh my God! No, so, on track though. On track though. Justin Fields. <laughs> it, it's not even about. I, and I get what you're saying. That's not. But it's not even about moving the ball in the fourth quarter and whatnot. It's about him being healthy and the maturation process. Justin Fields, when he came into the league, that's not what he was. 
And and to just to give people an idea of the type of quarterback he was in college, he threw 67 touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? In, in a year and a half or whatever. So, you know, he was a pocket passer. He ran for about 400 yards one year, right? 460 yards or whatever. But that's that's nothing compared to what Lamar Jackson did in college. He ran for 1,800 yards in a season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what his M.O. was. Justin's M.O. was passing the ball, and he's been doing that since high school, college, down throughout the years. Now, he's changed his game a little bit to fit this situation because the Bears have a terrible offensive line. They can't block anybody. They can't hold water. So you have to make do with what you can do. And he has the wheels to do it, but that's not who he is as a football player. He's a pocket passer. He's going to drop back. He's going to, you know, read the defenses. He knows how to do all of that. And I've seen him do it extensively. So I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned with him, you know, the maturation process and the growth of the team around him being able to help him to stop from having to run the ball as much as he does. Yeah. I think, I I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's an issue that he, that he's running too much, but uh, to your point, Dan, he is a, a decent pocket passer and his pocket awareness has gotten better, you know, throughout this season. I, I'm, I mostly think his, his, him carrying the ball down the field is just him being a superior athlete, being the best football player in that moment. Like, cause if yeah. you, if you look at him, carry the ball, nothing's uh, unnatural with it. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's not going over guys. He's not fucking doing anything hysterical. You know, yeah. the joystick, he's just eluding tacklers. Yeah. And most and of it is his streamlined speed too. It's the, it's the national media. They push narratives, bro. Like, like, okay. The narrative was that he can't throw the ball. Then the narrative became, you know he's putting up, putting together these these stats and these numbers, and he's he's doing this, doing that. Now he can't throw the ball at the end of the game when you need him to throw the ball. That's when you need him to throw the ball, and he can't do it. They can't pass the ball at the end of the game. And I I challenge people, man, like like go back and look at some of the game winning touchdown drives and things like that. You have guys that break and scramble for thirty yards in the Super Bowl, like Pat Mahomes did. You got you got guys like RG three in a playoff game that scrambled and won won a game down the sideline. So you have situations where you're going to move the ball down the field, however you can move it down the field. Doesn't matter if you're going to throw it, pass it, whatever the defense is willing to give up. It's called them giving up the draws and we going to take them. You see what I'm saying? So they can do it whatever kind of way, but at the end of the day, you want to you want to stop him from running so much because you just want to protect him. At the end yeah. of the day, right? You want to protect his health and not let him get beat up. You know, seventeen design run plays and stuff like that. You can't, you can't ask your quarterback to do it. Otherwise, you'll have a situation like Cam Newton, where at thirty years old he's beat to hell, and then you know nobody wants him. That's that's my fear with Justin Fields, right? Beat to hell and that, the Cam and Newton, that strong arm that Cam Newton had turned into a noodle with 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 those injuries from from being beat up. I mean, Cam Newton had a fucking. Uh, a, 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 a cannon. It yep. was, and like to see him lose that arm, like, and it was sad, man. It was like and thirty, was like, bro, and thirty is young. Yeah, and Cam and, he, and Cam got like three inches and twenty some pounds on Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's but six, Justin's five, faster though. But I know what. Yeah, Justin, is. Justin's way faster. Yeah, yeah he's faster, but too many hits and that arm that. Hey, once that arm get hit in the right spot, it's not gonna 
Hey, let me ask y'all, who you think will win in the race? Let's just say a 40-yard dash. Luis Robert or Justin Fields? Luis Robert, man. Justin Fields? Luis Robert. Baseball speed is different from football speed. I'm taking Luis. What do you think his 40 is? His 40? Yeah. I think they they, they clocked Luis Robert 60 at like Sixty. Sixty. Hell no! What the hell are you talking about? Go look it up. I ain't no way. Go look it up. Nigga, how the hell you run a sixty? Go look it up. I don't got to look. Bro, he he need to be running the Olympics if he running that, bro. Ain't nobody running that shit. What are you talking about? They they clock a sixty and three point nine. Three point eight, three point something like that. They clock. They clock Bobby Witt at four. Even flat. No, not a sixty. A sixty is long. Yes, that's what you run in baseball. You run a sixty, dog. You don't run sixty yards. Yeah, you run sixty yards. Not sixty yards. Yeah, Can't be sixty yards, yards. All right, all right, Mac. All right, Mac. You flogged it. Uh, I what looked was? at it. Luis, Luis is six point two. Bobby is six point two. Oh, it was six point. Yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. It was six. I know. Shit. So, what you think his forty is then? If you run the sixty and six point two, I don't. I don't know. Twenty twenty yards. Twenty yards extra. He ran a six point two. I'm sitting around maybe four, maybe four. A, like four, a four four. four maybe a four three. Maybe a high four three. Yeah, he's faster than. Nah, the last twenty set. The last twenty yards is the fastest. How do you know? You know, when's the last time you ran anywhere? Your last right. not running ten, <laughs> let alone forty. I mean, hey, I, I, I ran a four nine though, at three hundred fifteen pounds. I, I'm getting Fucking tired mind. of people like complaining about like uh, him running. Getting tired of people complaining about they need to, I guess, in Justin's favorite words, see more as far as his passing goes, which to me, it doesn't make sense. When you look at the offensive line he has and you also mm-hmm. look at the weapons he's surrounded by, to think that this guy is supposed to be, you know, just passing for 200 and some yards or 300 yards a game is ridiculous. You know what I mean? As and, long as him running the ball right now is out of out of necessity, and the front office and the coaches understand that this isn't the plan going forward, I'm fine. Yeah. I think they as understand that. As long as they understand that, that well, right now is out of necessity. This, this ain't going to be the same type of offense they're going to run, you know, well, let's just say two years from now, or even a yeah. year from now. Yeah, yeah I think they understand that. And, 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 but, but you can't exactly say that they're not thinking that because they're because they could be looking at it like this okay we're putting up 30 a game doing this why the fuck would we stop they could possibly be thinking some shit like that they uh, know no, uh, because no. they're, they're gonna have better personnel around them in the future yeah and and, and Ibrahim's even said in that last in his last press conference he even said that the priority going forward is protecting Justin Fields right you know making sure he doesn't get hit you're not gonna put him in harm's way unnecessarily. Now, you know, when when the game is online, yeah, anything is anything is you know, or everything is on the table, all hands on deck. But the 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 offense that they're running now with the designed runs, a battering ram, come on, you nobody uses their quarterback like that. And and if you do, you won't have him for long. So if you want this kid to to work out for 15 years and be a be a be a stalwart in your organization. Then you gotta you gotta give him the protection. You gotta let him operate from the pocket, and of course he can scramble and break the pocket whenever he needs to. But 
Overall, you got to do some protecting. They know that. Yeah, not, they know. They're not stupid. And they want to protect. Goes right now, that nigga fuck around and be talking like Herschel Walker in ten years, bro. Damn. Nah, nah, he's a, yeah. he's a, <laughs> I'm just, I'm that just tired of uh, vampires. They calling him a uh, running, running, a running back. Calling him a running QB. To me, that's stupid. And to me, that terminology is also outdated. I mean, because the brothers can throw and run. To me, they dual threats, and they simply quarterbacks. Just because they they have more athleticism than their counterparts doesn't mean they're not quarterbacks. So I'm tired of the terminology of running QBs. He's not a running QB. He's a QB that just has speed, and that's one of his weapons, just like his arm is a weapon. And there's nothing wrong he's a with mobile. that. He's a mobile QB. You know. It don't even got to be mobile. It's just he's a dual threat. There's nothing wrong no, with I'm being just a saying, dual the threat. Best, to me, the best Quarterbacks can move. You know, I don't, I don't really too much. The only statue I really liked was like uh, Peyton Manning. Yeah, Tom that was Brady. my favorite statue. But I, 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 I like quarterbacks. Joe Montana. Move. Yeah, Montana can move. Elway can move. Steve uh, Young. You know, they can move. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not a statue fan. I'm just I, saying, I, uh, like Tom Brady, he the goat, but he don't. Let's 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 face. It, he done won a Super Bowl in three different decades, man. Enough is enough, man. Yeah, I'm just saying, like Josh Allen, for example, he can move around a little bit. He's not a yeah, nobody's yeah. calling him a running a running quarterback. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's to me, it's just stupid terminology that they use towards black quarterbacks I mean, or brother probably, quarterbacks yeah, in general. Man, it, ain't, it ain't it ain't stupid terminology. A spade is a spade. It's racist. Yeah, they I'm only do it. With certain, it is. They yeah. only do it with certain. They only do it with certain. Yeah, you want to know who was a running quarterback? Mitchell Trubisky, and he was football illiterate. That's a running quarterback, you know. They didn't call honest. him that though. Exactly. They don't call Zach Wilson a running quarterback. Running quarterback they maybe go get my you sixty yards a game. Yeah, that's no, that's what I'm saying. Those, those, are, those are dual threats. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a he's a dual threat quarterback. There's nothing wrong with a guy that can get you eight hundred yards on the ground, thousand thousand yards on the ground, seven hundred yards on the ground. We all know this kid can throw the ball in the air. We know that. You give him the time, you give him the weapons he need, you'll see the success with his arm. But there's nothing wrong with Justin Fields being the type of quarterback that can take over a game almost by himself because he is a dual threat. There's nothing wrong with that. We've all seen Watson do it. Yeah. We've seen uh, Lamar Jackson do it. Now you're seeing Justin Fields do it, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think people need to uh, celebrate it instead of trying to downplay it or downplay it. Instead, yeah. of, instead of being racist. Yeah, I'm yeah. A, I'm a, I'm a, I, now, I, I got to smoke for all the racists. Like, because then when you ask them the question, if if you can't answer the question with the same words you used to make the statement, then you know it was racist. Yeah. You know, you can make the statement with them words, but then when, when you're questioned about it, you switch up. Like, no. I mean, let's man let's be honest. As Bears fans, as Bears fans, we have not had to have the luxury to see a QB of uh, Justin Fields' stature, or st- the type of player Justin Fields is at the QB position. I mean, when you look at a run up, since I've been a Bears fan, you look at the run of QBs we had. What Jimmy Miller, <laughs> uh, 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 who played pretty decent then. Jay Cutler, you know what I mean? And then Justin Fields. The rest of those guys been yeah, bums. Too. 
You know what I mean? And, and I'm not yeah, saying Jason Campbell. I'm not saying Jimmy Miller was. I mean, Jim Miller was great, but I'm just saying he put up decent numbers with Marcus Robinson and Marty Booker. I'm not saying uh, Cutler was great, but he put up his little decent numbers. And of course, he had. He was a head case too. But as far as talent goes, Justin Fields is the best talent we've all seen as Bears fans at the QB position. So I don't understand what people complaining about. It's like they see this kid doing all he can and they still do more. What more you want him to do? Look at what he got around him. He's doing he's doing the best he possibly can. And sometimes I wish Justin Fields be selfish like Aaron Rodgers. Well, you don't throw the BS interception. That way, people don't have to go awesome? go point to those numbers and stuff. Oh, look at look at how many interceptions right. he got. Not understanding well, that seven of those interceptions was BS. Yeah, you know what I mean. Imagine if he didn't care like Aaron Rodgers and didn't take chances. Imagine how many few interceptions he had. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, to me, Bears fans are like, I don't get it. This this to me is a good season. It's it's the best season you could possibly hope for because you know they weren't gonna win the Super Bowl. Mac, do you believe in God? Absolutely. Why would you ask me that question? No then question pray, about say it. a prayer for the Buffalo Bills this Saturday. I don't need to pray for the Buffalo <laughs> Bills. Amen to that, Justin. Amen pray for the fucking Bills. Yeah, okay. Pray for Josh Allen's safety. Man, I need to start getting some bets off y'all ass. Y'all ass gotta be off the off the Casamigos. What are you talking about? Off that y'all ass be talking nonsense. I, I know y'all really don't believe it, but they I off can't that take model. no. I can't take no bet on it. I will say this: that there are keys to victory in every game, and I always say that it's keys to victory in every game, bro. It happens. Like any given Sunday, like Dre said, it's legit. It's real. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know, they're going to lose the game. I mean, fuck. I, know, thought, going man, up I thought we was on some shit, bro. They're going up against Buffalo, man. It's, it's going to be a tough game for them. That's, Buffalo ain't that's, even that good. That's a battle, bro. That's going to be a battle. But they're, you know, they're not even that good. What the fuck soft. are we? You know, we got a lot of people injured, a lot of people out. You know what I mean? They're going to play with heart. I'm not saying that they're going to give up. It's going to be a close game, probably. But at the end of the day, we need they're just not going to have enough firepower. Claypool ain't going have that firepower. We need Claypool. That's the only thing man, that look, can save us. Man, look. What would make this game it's perfect is if, is, if, is if Justin had a great game and Stephon Diggs went for 300. Because I need to win this championship in the fantasy league. Wow. I need Diggs to have 300 with four touchdowns. Uh, well, Terrible. I hope Diggs Terrible. get off too. I ain't going to lie. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm cheering nah, I'm, for. I'm not, I'm not hoping. I'm not hoping for nobody to get off. I am. I'm cheering for. I'm yeah. cheering for the. You can hope for a win because you want your bottle of alcohol, <laughs> but to hope for somebody to get off on your this feet. This nigga Mac. That's the problem. Hey, that's the problem. Bad guy radio got to take home some type of hardware from these <laughs> hey, two fantasy football yeah. teams. That's fine. I, I get like, it. I get it. I'm the last one lost in the first round. I can't go Sad. for nobody getting off on my team, man. I can't do that. Hey, that's that's these new fans. Dan. I hope Diggs man, that's, a that's, new that's fan. Part, hey, and technically that's participation trophy. I yeah, hope man. I hope Diggs <laughs> make Jalen Johnson yeah. look like Eli Apple. Let me say wow. this: I hope Justin Fields do good, and the Bears lose, so I can be toasty. 
nectar from the gods. Fuck you. <laughs> Remember that. Been winning a lot lately off these hopeless Bears fans. I got a question for you, Dan. What do the Bears need to do as far as in the offseason, maybe to take the next step to be true, uh, I won't say Super Bowl contenders, but at least playoff contenders. So what moves you think in the offseason they, they need to make to make themselves, uh, I guess, like contenders for maybe the division title or something? Yeah. Um, and and this and the division gonna be up for grabs next year. To be honest with you, um, but the Bears are gonna have to address the trenches. Number one, they gotta address the offensive line, the defensive line. The defensive line is is I hate to say it, it's probably in worse shape. It's in worse shape. I'm gonna just be real. It's in worse shape. The defensive line, I think the leading the leading sack the leading sack man for Chicago. Is Jaquan Brisker, and he's a safety. He got three sacks on the season. That's your leading sack man. So they can't they can't pressure the quarterback. They can't get no pressure on the opposition. So that that in turn messes up your your secondary because your secondary can't guard people for eight to ten ten seconds. That ain't possible. So the defensive line needs to be you know, Travis Gibson, a huge disappointment. He needs to go back to the bench. He's a nice swing rotational rotational guy. Um. Uh, Demarcus, what what is it? Uh, Robinson, he's a he's a guy learning the position. You need to go to the bench, learn as much as you can. They need two defensive ends, and they need a defensive tackle. And then on the on the offensive side, they need um to grab another another tackle probably, and I would say two interior linemen, whether that be a center and a guard, or you know two centers or two guards, somebody that you can kind of interchange in that position as well. And that's what they need to do. I would trade down in the draft. A lot of people was talking about trading, you know, this is the guy or picking up that guy. I would trade down in the draft, accumulate as many as many draft picks as possible. Um, you can easily trade down. If you go ahead to number one, the number two spot in the draft, you can trade down. You can swap first-round picks with somebody this year, take their first-round pick for next year, and possibly a second or third with that as well. You know what I mean? So you would you would accumulate more talent. And be able to infuse your roster with with youth, athleticism, you know what I mean, and that's what they need because you have a ton of holes. You don't have one or two holes. You got a lot of things you got to address. Yeah. Uh so it, what do you think we're going to do with the defensive line in the draft? I think I think like I said, they're going to have to draft two defensive ends, or they're gonna they're gonna hit one in free agency. They can get one in free agency. Get another one in the draft and get another defensive tackle in the draft. Keep Jalen, uh, I mean, uh, Justin Jones. The other guys can go, man. You know what I mean? All of them. Fennell, whatever, man. You know what I mean? He ain't, you know, they didn't bring much to the table this year. And this is, this is what this year was about. I said at the beginning of the year, these guys are guys who didn't have opportunities at other, other locations or teams. You have your opportunity now. You ain't take advantage of it, then get on. It's time to bounce. Yeah. yeah. Dante Pettis. Pennell can get the fuck out of here. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Dan. Calm down. Yeah, light skin legend. He, he gone. Calm down. He gone. He gone. <laughs> I can guarantee you Dante Pettis will be on his roster next year. Wow. Honestly, honestly, there ain't a soul that should be on his roster next year in that wide receiver room besides Mooney and fucking Claypool. I'm telling you. Valus and Nikhil need to be at Portillo's. You can't. You can't. Patties are taking my fucking order. Nah, you can't do that. Those those guys, you got to see that through. 
That's a drafted pick. That's a guy that I got need drafted. to see them He's through a rookie. the glass if Portillo's making you my feet. See that through. You gotta see that through, bro. That's what I need to see through. You think he pulling the plug too quick on Vila's then? Of course. Vila's got his problems, man. I ain't, I ain't go sugarcoat it. You know what I mean? He squandered, he squandered three games. He squandered three games for the Bears, right? So, you know, he, he's got his issues. He's in the doghouse. He knows that. But, but you know, when you're, yeah, he got a lot of upside and he got a lot of speed, bro. A ton of speed. So when you have that on the football field, you can't teach that. You can't teach it. So you could teach you got other feet things. for hands. You could teach other things, but you can't teach speed and athleticism. You can't. Them hands, that's all mental. They 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 could possibly change that this offseason. Yeah. Let him meet with a sports psychologist. He'll be all right. Yeah. 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 I mean, go ahead. I mean, I'm I'm not a fan of the wide receiving core myself, but I don't think it's just that easy to get a number one wide receiver. It's not like you can just go up to a tree and pluck them off or something. But I would like to see them add to the wide receiving core because it is it leaves yeah, a it leaves a lot to be desired, you know, to be totally honest. And uh, in football, obviously, it must be a little different from baseball. But I'm not a guy who, for contending teams, really like going off of potential. And I think you see what Justin Fields can do. And yeah, I think probably I would put the offensive line shorts up, making that better more important than the wide receiving core, but the wide receiving core is next to me after the offensive line as far as it goes. With but the notice what you said. Notice what you said, Mac. Notice what you said. You don't believe in opportunities being given to players who are on a contending team. This ain't a contending team. You That's said true. that. That's true. Right? Yeah. So this is a team where this is when you give them opportunities. When when we when we at the point where hey it's time to contend or we trying to get a division we trying to get to the playoffs now it's time that you know we need to have set in stone who we got rolling with. Yeah, that's a true statement. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. disagree with you there, Dan. You're right. When you're losing, it's the best time to give people opportunities. But if I had yeah. one area for the Bears to improve the most, to me, it would be the O line, and then probably second would probably be the wide receiving core because I would like to see that young man get some weapons. He do deserve to get some weapons around him so we can really see what he can do with his arm and he can shut even more people up than he already have, you know what I mean? So it's important think, to give uh, those guys those weapons. We've seen what it, what it has done to young QBs. We've seen what it has done for Tua. We've seen what it has done for Jalen Hurts. You know, we've seen what it's done for uh, – Josh Allen, you know what I mean? We seen what it has done for old ass Kirk Cousins, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. weapons weapons are, are definitely important and it's a it's a necessity for, you know, for most QBs to be successful, you know what I mean? It's not too many successful QBs that you can look at and be like, Oh, they doing this without weapons. The fact is they need help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's look at look at, yeah, you, look at look at my you need, the wep- you need the weapons, but the most important thing in that dog fight is that trench. You gotta dig that trench, and you gotta address these trenches. Cause uh, I, I think the fort is is the offensive line, and you know, hey, you can make some weapons. That could possibly right. happen, but he gotta be protected. And that defensive line is atrocious, man. Yes. It, it, it's it's terrible, man. 
It's got four be... of your asses on the defensive line. No, I mean, if we had four of me's, we'd be getting, you know, after all the use, you know. Quan Buster would still lead the team. What position would you play, Justin? What position would you play on the football field, Justin? Water boy. I'm like, you, I'm, you, I'm, a, I'm a hard hitter. So I'm no, you're like, an ass back. <laughs> you know. You're an ass back. A water boy. Justin probably, like, back on that bench? Justin probably like 130. Oh. He ain't tackling nobody. Get your ass back on that bench. It ain't happening. <laughs> 130 and bench pressing 120. He's not tackling us so. I'm like running. And I had to mute, bro. When, when, <laughs> uh, when Trey said that, I knew exactly what you were saying, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's he already back. know. He couldn't even stand up. Call me no ass back, back right on here. Or somebody, <laughs> no mistakenly, or somebody mistakenly put you in the game. I'm like Charles Woodson from the low end. Stop playing with me, man. Yeah, okay. I guess everybody got to do be something in their own mind. Well, this is a smoke room, and at the end of the smoke room, we like to give people the opportunity to hand out smoke. We'll start off with uh, Asinine first. Go ahead, Asinine. Who you giving smoke to? Open your mouth. Speak. Uh, I mean, I ain't, uh, I ain't got real smoke for nobody. I mean, if, if anybody that I got smoke for, I guess it's these two idiots in here that think we got a shot against Buffalo on Christmas Eve. Look, look. In reality, in reality, they're finna give you the Christmas present that none of you wanted, and that is an L. They are finna shit all over us in whatever blizzard or whatever is gonna happen at Soldier Field on Saturday, and y'all are just gonna have to sit, watch, and like it. Have a nice, have a nice Christmas. Oh, wow. Pretty solid there. I agree. Bears got no shot against the Bills, in spite of what <laughs> what uh, Justin or Jay Targaryen thinks. Who are you giving smoke out to, Dre? Yeah, I knew I was next. <laughs> I knew. And uh, I got smoke for everybody that has a problem with the way I fan. Now don't get me wrong. Don't don't take my logic into my fandom. Yeah, I'm a Bears fan, number one when it comes to football. So I'm always gonna cheer for the win. But logically, do I know the Mr. Obvious takes? Yes, of course. But come on man, what's the fun in that? I'm not gonna sit around here and go against my team just to so I can know Hey, I could be right. I could be like, yeah, they they finna lose the Buffalo. And then when it happens, I'll be like, yeah, I knew they was gonna lose. I told y'all. No, I'm not finna do that. I hope they win. I'd rather take that L than being wrong. Cause what did I say, Mac? There's some W's and the L's, baby. <laughs> you did say that. You did come with that theory, man. You know what I mean? I actually actually can agree with some of that in, in, in life. Uh, L, you can get a W out of that L because you might have learned something from that experience. So I might can agree with that. What you got for the people, uh, Jay Targaryen? What smoke you got? Ah. Well, another fucking addition in the smoke room. Gotta thank Dan Goodwin from the Three Kings for joining us tonight. Real OG shit. Now, let's get to the, the truth of the matter. You people should be fucking ashamed of yourself thinking the Bears don't got a chance against Buffalo Bills when Josh Allen been turning the ball over more than Jalen Hurts this year. And Buffalo is looking a little soft. 
another fucking holiday season is going by. You tried to get rid of Bad Guy Radio and you failed. So now we're going to go into another fucking season on the South Side. More games at the rate. More motherfucking whatever type of tweets you send in your group. Free Jeff Fry. And this message was rated B G R. They can't cancel what they can't control. Remember that. All I got to say. Yeah. All right. What you got smoke for, Dan Goob? I got uh, I got three things that I want to touch on. If you just give me a give me a brief moment, I ain't gonna take up too much time, but it's gonna be quick. Number one thing is black coaching in the NFL, right? I posted a tweet the other day, and it was in response to uh, Jim Caldwell being on on, and he sent a message out saying that you know there are a lot of black coaches like Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich, all of these guys who don't have opportunities and have not been getting opportunities, and even himself as well. And I followed it up and said, hey, it's a shame that coaches like Caldwell, Marvin Jones, and others don't get a fair opportunity. Caldwell was fired after a 10-6 and six season, still hasn't got another coaching job. Lovey Smith was fired after a 10-6 season. He just now got another opportunity in the NFL. And you got the racist people that come behind you in the tweet, and they want to say something like, huh, Illinois? Didn't Lovey coach Illinois? I said, huh, we talking about the NFL, dummy. You know what I'm saying? But when we're talking about the NFL, the, the top of the profession when it comes to coaching, yeah, they don't get their fair shakes. They don't get the opportunities. And you have to do more with less. And not only that, but you got to be better than most in order to get that opportunity and keep it. Ten and six won't keep you a job in, in the NFL as a black man. Number two, the second thing that I have to say is talking about Justin Fields. And, Mac, you touched on it earlier when you talked about people calling him a running back criticizing some of, some of the things that he's done on the football field. Even the fact that they would criticize him saying that he does not watch film of Josh Allen. He had a press conference. They asked him, do you watch film of Josh Allen and take things that you can learn from him? And he said, no, not at all, really. You know what I mean? And why is that a problem for people? Because they want you to bow down and, 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 and act like you want to come behind somebody and take pointers from them. Josh Allen is a peer of, 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 uh, of, of, of Justin Fields. He's not a legend. We're not talking about a Hall of Famer or an all-time great. We're talking about a peer, a guy who's on the same level and has not accomplished anything that Justin Fields has not accomplished yet, right? He doesn't have Super Bowls, MVPs. He doesn't have records in the NFL, right? Justin Fields has set 10 records this year alone in the NFL. Josh Allen should be looking at him as well if you want to look at it like that. Somebody go ask Josh Allen that question. I haven't heard that yet. So I got smoke for those type of people because that's under that's that's under you know you know covered veiled veiled racism I I'm, I must say that's what that is veiled racism in my opinion. My last bit of smoke is gonna go to King Mac. You've been on point and you've been taking bottles upon bottles and <laughs> bottles from my Bears fans, right? Mm-hmm. My fellow Bears fans, you've been praying on the week, right? You've been praying <laughs> on them all year long. You got another one on the hook this week. I give you I give you that. You, you get all you get all the kudos for that. But what I want next year, I want next year and the following year, because we're gonna be doing this. This is this is the bad guy radio ain't going nowhere. Y'all ain't getting canceled. Three Kings ain't getting canceled. They tried to do that with us too. They ain't happening, right? So we're gonna be around. We're gonna be around for a long time. And all I'm saying is I want the same energy 
and I want the same proclamations and I want the same type of, 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 you know, cause this year, I'm going to be honest, this year to me was an easy year to kind of like, you know, this is the way it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. You know, we, we know that this is a rebuild, right? So I can't take too much credit for, for being, you know, hip to that. Now, some people ignored it. And I give you credit for paying attention to the situation. So you get that. But keep the energy. Keep it rolling. And I want to see this same type of energy, effort, all of that, that 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 stuff you be talking. I need it all next year, the year after, going into the to the situations where we really have to get down and break down football and understand what's going on and not just, hey, they suck this year they're not gonna be that good but when it's when it's really a balancing situation where you gotta really pick and you gotta really understand hey are we gonna win this game because it's 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 nip and tuck that's when i want to see you hmm. well i mean i enjoy the smoke it's especially you know the uh the coaching thing and also the justin fields thing and the smoke on your ass and the smoke towards me you know uh I don't think it was that simple because I do remember it was some people. I won't say any names, but you know, one of your counterparts thought they was gonna win eleven yeah. games or something know, like that. So you yeah. know, it wasn't that easy. I just you right, you foreseen right. some things that let me know that it is not where it's headed, and people need to jump off that boat real quick. You know what I mean? Not saying the ship is sinking, but to think they was gonna win that many games is asinine, and we know asinine yeah, is something wrong with him. But uh, my smoke is for the community as a whole. I I, I gotta give it to my uh, brothers and sisters, and I tell you why. Somebody tweeted something that made a lot of sense. He said, "What happened to the parents that tell the kids, 'I'm not your damn friend'?" In some kind of way, we have lost that. We have lost giving good guidance to the youth. We have lost giving good guidance to our children. We have lost giving good guidance to our friends. We've gotten to the point where we've become weak and meek and scared to tell the truth. So we don't even give good advice no more. We let our children, not all of us, some exceptions out there, but I'm just saying as a whole, when you look at the community, we let our children get away with doing disrespectful stuff. We now even take the children's side of it over the teachers. It used to be when I was coming up, when the teacher said something, that was it. When a neighbor said something, that was it. Whatever they said, if it was an elder, goes. It's that simple. And you bet not say that they were lying, because if you did, the parents was on your ass. In some kind of way, we stepped away from the integrity part of it. And now we've begun to step away from the spiritual part of it. So not only the, the kids are not getting good guidance, but then they're not even getting any spiritual guidance. They're not even learning about morals, integrity, right and wrong. How to behave. We losing all of that. It's gotten to the point. I remember my father was coming up. He said, hey, you can do your thing with a woman if you want to, but you never mess with a married woman. Now it's cool to mess with a married woman. 
Now it's cool to mess with a married man Now it's cool to be a whore Every toxic thing That we can bring to our community We embrace It's a problem We're not embracing having integrity We're not embracing Not being a liar We're not embracing doing the right thing We're not embracing Giving each other good advice We'll co-sign one of our friends bullshit He could be telling us an off the wall story Or she could be telling us an off the wall story We know it's the wrong thing to do Know it's gonna lead to disaster But just because we don't want any conflict Or don't wanna argue Or don't wanna seem like the bad guy We'll let them go on and do it Knowing they headed In the wrong direction So how can you call yourself a friend How could you be your brother Or sister keeper And you allow them to do the wrong thing That you know going to lead to disaster There's nothing wrong with having a friend And say hey bro Come on man You know you need to go see your kids Hey sis Come on sis You out here in the streets with this guy Know your kids at home Don't be with your kids Hey bro I just seen yo. I just scooped your little your your son up in the car, cause I seen him down the street acting the fool, hanging with people he know he shouldn't be hanging with. So I brought him home to you. It's nothing wrong with doing any of that stuff. And because we have gotten away from that, our community is lost. You got children not respecting adults. You got adults not respecting themselves. And everything that could lead to disaster in our community, we are accepting it. And we're accepting it so much that we are calling it culture. It's not culture. That's not what people in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or as they call it, the Black Wall Street was doing. That's not what people in Rosewood was doing. That's not what people in uh, Bronzeville was doing. That's not what people in Harlem, New York was doing when we was building up. These great communities as black folks Where we had our own stores Where we had our own clothing stores We had our own shopping centers As far as food We had our own restaurants We had our own bars Had our own clubs Had everything we needed within the community Because we looked out for each other I just watched a story about Willie Mays Where he said the owner of a bar Wouldn't let him stay there too late Because he knew how much of a great Baseball play was So he didn't want to get him in trouble So the owner made sure he got home Safe and sound every night and early What happened to when we used to Look look out for each other like that I remember growing up In the hood if it was a kid Who was good academically Or had an opportunity To make it in some sports Even the so called game bangers Would take him under their wing To make sure he's protected They made sure he had the sneakers he needed. They made sure he got to where he needed to go in order to reach his dreams. Now, that's the game, man. That's supposed to be the so-called scum of the community that used to look out for their own brothers. Neighbors used to make sure if you was doing anything wrong that it got back to your parents or your grandparents. And we've lost that And we wandering around here wondering why the kids are lost And why they so disrespectful And the fact is because as adults 
We're not doing what we're supposed to do As friends We're not doing what we're supposed to do As brothers and sisters We're not doing what we're supposed to do As husband and wives We're not doing what we're supposed to do And even our community churches are not doing what they're supposed to do. You're not supposed to be like everyone else. You're not supposed to be trying to fit in. You're supposed to be different. You're supposed to stand on them righteous laws that you believe in. And if you say you something and you're doing something else, then that makes you a hypocrite. And nobody likes a hypocrite. Nobody. So at the end of the day, we have to get back to morals, values, integrity, family, love, and unity. And if we don't do that, we can't keep complaining about the fucking white man because it really boils down to us. We control our destiny, not anyone else. And if we keep drinking from a poisonous well, then guess what? We deserve to fucking die. And that's just the truth. And with that being said, Bad Guy Radio out.